right, good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the 2023 NFL Draft. Today's prospect, this is a super fun one for me. The guy who I'm rooting for and absolutely love, Jake Hayner, quarterback from Fresno State. He is a super senior, six foot, 193 pounds. And to bring on my guest, this is a guy who I fell in love with his article. I thought it was great. And I'm like, here's a guy I can talk Jake Hayner with. TJ Horgan from Fantasy Pros. And he's also the host of Good Morning Madden on the EA Madden NFL Network. TJ, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm glad you brought me on. I actually, it's funny. I just recently got into like sports card collecting again. And I, mm-hmm. was thinking, I was thinking, what prospects, NFL draft prospects, can I try to look for? before they you know before the draft mm-hmm. the combine and the actual draft happens and i went with jake hayner i went out and found a you know a good deal on a jake hayner autographed card on ebay so that that was my that was my splurge into the nfl prospect market <laughs> i just started doing cards again too like uh, i did did a couple last year and then this year i always get this itch because there's so many guys on twitter you know that post pictures of their cards i'm like ooh, that looks cool that looks cool you know, and I'm all like, oh, I got to get back into this. And my wife's like, what the hell are you doing? How old are you? Like, yes, <laughs> like sorry, honey. I just, it, it takes me back to the good old days, man. Yep. So, all right, let's do the, let's get behind the statistics and all that from Jay yep. Keener. He is from the class of 2017. He was a three-star recruit from Dansville, California, originally committed to Washington. We will address it right away. He is just about to turn 24, so he's not as old as we are, as I originally thought, which is good. All right, his freshman year at Washington, he played just a tiny bit, but he took over as a starter later on in his junior year, which was 2020 at Fresno State. But 2021, he had a great season, threw for 4,000 yards, 33 touchdowns, nine interceptions. This year, stepped a little bit back in regression. I think he missed a couple games with injury. 2,800, almost 2,900 yards, 20 touchdowns, only three interceptions, and a 72% completion rate. So you got to love that. Statistically, this guy's got it. So let's look at the tape. TJ, what do you see in Jake Hayner you think could make him successful at the next level? Well, Dwight, I think the the sentence fragment I want to use here is like the one fragment would be like, there's not a lot not to like about (laughs) like like it's really hard to find stuff not to like once you get past the obvious size right right if i mean he's like you said he's six foot 193 i think if jake hayner were six four or if he ran like a four four he would be a first round pick with a bullet that's how tj isn't isn't bryce young smaller Bryce Young is smaller. Yes. Yeah. Bryce Young is smaller, but Bryce Young is faster. <laughs> Alabama, for obvious reasons, is, is you know the projected. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, no, I, I mean maybe Jay Kaner will turn out to be diet Bryce Young. Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, right. what, I, what I do love about Jay Kaner is is his accuracy first and foremost. Uh, he makes the right decision with the football. Uh, I think he had his two seasons ago, something like 33 touchdowns to nine interceptions last season, 20 touchdowns to three interceptions. And it wasn't all just junk dump off throws either. Like he was more than happy to throw one-on-one chance balls. Like he was putting balls where they needed to be. Jake Hayner is, is not going to lose you games. Yeah. His, his arm is, is his arm and his, his anticipation is what gets me, you know, and he's got this, crazy quick release it's very compact very sharp you know he doesn't waste a lot of movement pre-snap he knows how to diagnose plays 
Um, he throws with timing, anticipation, you know, puts the different types of velocity on the ball to make his receiver catch it. Many times you'll see him throw the ball before the receiver even breaks and it lands right in his, right in his hands. I mean, the guy's got great touch, great accuracy. His accuracy, I mean, we can say it enough, his yeah. ball placement is phenomenal. And then as far as he's not a guy who's going to run a whole lot, but he's really smart in the pocket and he moves well in the pocket to avoid sacks. You know, he doesn't, he will take off and run occasionally, but that's never going to be like a strong suit of his, but he moves enough to where he's able to ev- evade defenders, you know, and he's not going to be a Mac Jones. You know, he will move around a little bit. So is there any other things you want to talk about as far as strengths before we go on to the weaknesses or no, you, you nailed it. I want to reiterate the thing you, you touched on that. I think if I were to try to sell someone on Jake Hayner, it'd probably be the, um, it'd probably be the release. Like you said, how quick that release is. I mean, if he were six foot five with that release, NFL scouts would be his, the way the ball right. comes out of his, right. uh, out of his hand is it's quick. Like you said, compact, everything you said, it's, it's really impressive. Right, intangibles. And then we didn't even touch on the fact that he is as tough as any quarterback I've ever seen. Yep. That he has he has the nickname of Gamer Hainer. You pointed out in, the, in your article. Well, the you know, yes, this, intangibles are are there yeah. in spades. And he showed last year last week at the senior bowl, he was by far the best quarterback. I mean, like it wasn't even close. So all right. So there are the some of the big things, and we've touched a little bit on the size. What are, what else do you see as far as weaknesses? Um, as far as weaknesses, yeah, it's, it's, you know, he's smaller for his, you know, he's a smaller quarterback. And, and with that come the criticisms of a smaller quarterback, a la, you know, Tua Tungavailoa. We see it when we watch Tua. Is he a starting quarterback in the NFL? Is he a top 32 quarterback? Yes. But is he underthrowing deep balls consistently in the NFL? Yes. But he's still, again, Tua has proven with this offense in Miami that he can lead a juggernaut team. So I don't want to make this to a Hainer comparison, like saying they're, you know, the same exact player, but right, I'm just right. talking about in terms of the, uh, the arm strength right there. Additionally, in terms of, uh, in terms of weaknesses, I guess this isn't really a weakness, but you know, he's not, he, he doesn't have the straight line getaway speed. That's going to crank him up draft boards either. He's very mobile in the pocket. He can get out of the pocket. He, I, I really like his footwork. Um, yeah. But he's, he's not he's not Justin Fields or Lamar Jackson when it comes to mobility. Right. Yeah. The arm strength is one thing that that I think will really stand out. You know, he's not a guy that's going to push the ball vertically down the field. His deep ball is pretty inconsistent. You know, but he makes the mid level throws with good enough accuracy or with good enough velocity. But he's not going to be that guy either that's going to be drifting right and hit the left hash fifteen yards down the the other sideline all the way across the field. You know, which. That's typically what you like to see from NFL arms. That's definitely not going to be one thing that he's going to do. And obviously level of competition is always going to be a question. You know, right. he, played a, he, he played some games against bigger schools. I mean, like we were talking before show, if you want to watch, you want to watch the, what I consider like the consummate game of his career. It's when he played UCLA last, last year, it might've been two years now. I mean, the guy was hobbled. He had been, just absolutely thrashed a couple times. He took a couple monstrous hits that would have took out just about any quarterback in the game. And he came back in and led them to the, just one of the better victories just by gutting it out. I mean, this guy's got moxie in spades, man. Just it's, whew, it's, it's fun to watch, man. And that's where I drew the, the two a comparison as well is just those, like you said, the intangibles, like the leadership, the, the definite leadership quality. And I guess going a little back to weaknesses, I just hope, I hope he doesn't lose that. I hope he keeps mm-hmm. that through uh, because he does have a tendency to 
throw balls and let his receivers do the work. Obviously, you're facing a little bit of a lower level of competition when you're playing for Fresno State. So I'm hoping when right. he does throw those balls in the NFL and they get picked off occasionally, I hope he doesn't lose that confidence because that is what makes Jake uh, Jake Hayner, you know, a, a winner. Right. So we're all right. Now that we're through that, where does he stand in your rookie rankings as far as quarterback? Right I'm now? probably too. I'm probably too high on him. Admittedly, <laughs> I have him at quarterback six after Bryce Young, uh, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, and Hendon Hooker. I think but that's right. You yeah. think that's right? Yeah, I, I, that's yeah. about that's about where I have him. Uh, and, and mainly, it's yeah. just because he he reminds me of like a. And I'm going through the NFL comps too, but it's like a Brock Purdy, right? Like you, right. If, if he he's going to be 24, if he had to start in a decent system next year, I don't think he's going to lose games. I don't think he's going to lose you a game. So that's right. why I have him at six. Right. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, after those those initial guys, I think it's really hard to get him past those five. You know, although I I think his tape's probably better than Levis's, <laughs> but obviously his tools are not. You know. Uh, oh, you're, you're one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I do get it. Yeah. Do you see? So do you have a player comp for Hayner? Or is Purdy? I yeah, know, Purdy. I, I wanted. I wanted to compare him like more recently to like Purdy or Bailey Zappi. If we're looking right. at rookies, like guys who maybe faced a quote unquote shout out to Iowa State your sweatshirt quote unquote lower mm-hmm. level of competition in college, put up really good stats, no eye popping tangibles. Uh, but, right. You know, but again, they, they just they make the right decision with the football. They're accurate. They're mobile enough. And if mm-hmm. put in the right system, I would be really surprised if these guys let you down. Speaking of systems, where do you where would you like to see him land? I would, you... I'm curious your answer to this. Uh, my take on this. I would like to see him land in a spot where he's not immediately competing for the starting quarterback role. Uh, and I know that might be antithetical because I want to see him start in the NFL, but I would love if, say, the Rams got him and prepared, oh, definitely. prepared for life after Stafford with Jake Hayner, or he went to Kansas City to be Mahomes' backup in, in case Mahomes gets hurt again. We obviously saw the, the playoff scares this year. Um, I'd love to see him uh, in Detroit with their, you know, their up and coming offense with some of their weapons and, you know, who knows how long Jared Goff hangs around there. I'd like to see him in a spot where, you know, he has that system in place, but maybe doesn't have to start right away. I I would be disappointed if he ended up in a a Carolina or a Washington where, yeah, he could maybe start week one, but it's just kind of a lot of question marks around him. That's the big thing. I, I don't want him to end up somewhere he has to start right away. So. Yeah, the Rams or Detroit, it makes a ton of sense. One that has a guy that's got a couple more years, you know, that has, you know, not, so he doesn't have to start right away, but could spot spark start if he needed to. So I, I don't want him behind Mahomes. Mahomes is never retiring. So <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe Denver in case Russell, you know, the Russell experiment goes bad for a couple I was, of years. I was thinking of that too. Yeah, they, they could take him as a Russell insurance there in Denver. Yeah. Right, right. Um, let's see. And as far as draft capital, where you think you think he's a day three guy, or yeah, yeah, that's that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I think it, you know, he he's got to check all the but bo- he's so far he has checked all the boxes in terms of postseason stuff. Uh, the combine is the next question. You know, maybe if he if he puts up a like a crazy combine, some team's gonna want to take a chance on him on, in day two, maybe in you know. But that's a stretch. I think day three is probably the safer place to put him. You know, unless he has some crazy combine but again there's there's not a lot to dislike about this guy like if you told me a team that needs a quarterback 
were to take him day three, or excuse me, day two. You know, we saw we saw Desmond Ritter go go round three to the Falcons last year, and I'm I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan. I love Desmond Ritter, but as prospects, I don't see Ritter that far ahead of Jake Hayner as a prospect. You know, definitively ahead in my opinion, but you know, I don't I don't think it, it's necessarily that that much of a stretch to say Hayner goes day uh, day two if if he has a great uh, great combine. Right. Yeah. Somebody could just fall in love with the playmaking ability. Yeah. But I think with that might come expectations. So I, I think I'd rather, I'd much rather yeah. see him go on day three. So no, I agree with that. And yeah. it's like, in the reason Obviously. I say that partly too is because of what Brock Purdy did this year, right? Like, and Bailey, Poppy. like you have these guys get put so late, but then they get into a system where mm-hmm. they're successful. So maybe teams are now, I don't know if that's going to be a new thing. If teams are like, Oh, Brock Purdy, Bailey Zappi can, you know, win us games. Who knows? Exactly. We don't need a $40 million quarterback. We could just pay, we could just keep picking round six guys, seven guys, and eventually one of them will stick. So, <laughs> so who, it really, I'm really curious to see where he goes. What, what do you think for uh, uh, where, where he'll, where he might get taken? Yeah, probably six, round, round five, six, I think. Yeah. I mean, could maybe four, but I think five and six is pretty safe, but. All right, TJ, thank you, man. Thank you for popping on on a short notice, and thank you for talking about somebody who I absolutely love to talk about. So tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and where they can find your work, man. Happy to do it. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Uh, my Twitter, my everything handle is just my name and then TV. I uh, used to be a sports and news anchor, so still got that handle left over. It's TJ Horgan TV on uh, Twitter and TikTok, and then you can find me on uh, Fantasy Pros and EA Madden NFL on Twitch as well. Nice. Thank you very much, man. You can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ. This podcast, Daily Draft RPRT. We are part of the Campus to Canton Network. Make sure you check out all our other podcasts. Thank you guys very much. I think this will air Friday. So everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you.